0: Hey, how's it going? Scott here. Um, Thanks for tuning in to Other Record Labels, the podcast where we talk about the art and culture of running an indie record label. Um, uh, If you haven't already, make sure you join us on a Facebook group. Um, You just go into Facebook. If if you are still there, Um, then uh, go to Facebook and go type in Other Record Labels. And um, that's where you'll probably find it's a private group, but you can... um, asked to join and there's a group of us there and hopefully we're beginning to develop a little bit of a community and where we can maybe ask each other some questions and and vent and, and uh, talk about new opportunities, etc. That's kind of what I wanna talk about today. And also, uh, speaking of helping each other, we do have this um, indie guide. It's a free guide for indie record labels. Go to otherrecordlabels.com. There's also a link to the Facebook group there, I believe, or through that portal anyway. So go to other otherrecordlabels.com and you can download that free guide that I think will be helpful for any DIY musicians or people who are running an indie record label. Speaking of these indie record labels, a couple of weeks ago, I reached out on Instagram to a, about maybe 20 of you guys and just sent a private message. And I asked two questions. I asked, what do you, is your biggest challenge facing your label today? And the second question I asked was, what do you consider to be a big win? So the first thing I want to talk about today and I want to share with you is just the responses I got when I asked the first question, which is, what do you consider to be uh a big challenge that's facing your label today. Um, there's really no solution to any of these challenges that i'm I'm presenting today. there's There's no uh, takeaway necessarily. But I think that um I found it encouraging and interesting to hear some of these problems. Some of them aren't my problems, and some of them, uh, most of them are problems that I also share with my label. Um, so I think you might find a little bit of comfort in that. And I just wanted to share the top five that stood out. There's a lot of crossover and there's a lot of individual things um, that I won't add right now, but I wanted to share the top five challenges. Um, and hopefully down the road, we can find a way to address some of these head on. and and hopefully in future episodes, It certainly helps me when I'm interviewing other record labels and I'm interviewing some of our industry insiders which more episodes of that are coming up really soon. Um, and it, it helps me to uh, to address some of these issues. Number one, number one challenge facing um, indie record labels. Sorry, I shouldn't say number one. This isn't like a top five. These are just five. So this isn't number one. This is just literally the first one I wrote down. Keeping a release in public for a, lo- a prolonged period of time. This is a huge one for me. I I challenge I'm challenged with this as well. New release Friday happens. There's probably like 20 other records being released in the indie world. Well, obviously more than that, but 20 that are appearing in people's feeds. There's major labels coming out. There's new movies on in the movie theaters and on and shows on Netflix. I feel like that's so there's so much entertainment to compete with on new release Friday. I've talked about it before, how I hate new release Friday versus new release Tuesday, but we won't get into that now. Um, so this is a problem that I'm facing. It's something I want to talk to record labels about. I think we did talk with Jason of Hardly Art about this. I believe it was, maybe it was that episode. Maybe it was another one. I can't remember. But it's definitely a problem that I, I'm finding as well because, you know, um, as I'm recording this right now, it's a Monday morning and I'm thinking, you know, we had a record come out on Friday and now I got to figure out how do I continue to to breathe life into that record when all this buildup and momentum that you have of a release is essentially over by the time it comes out. Now, what do you do to keep that momentum going um, uh, or to build momentum at all for a release? That's a great That's a great problem. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Again, I don't have a solution. It's just, it's interesting. It's helpful to say it out loud. Um, and I think it can get people thinking and, and certainly something I want to talk to other labels about. Number two is getting bands heard through the competition. This is similar to the first one. And, and again, like I mentioned on a new release Friday, there's so many new records. I look, I look into my recently added on iTunes and I think, man, I just added this record and I haven't really given it a full listen. And that was three Fridays ago. There's since been four or five records each Friday that I add to my list. And then of course there's stuff I'm missing. Um, And so, you know, kind of piggybacking on the previous problem to think about how can we get our bands and our artists and our records and singles heard through the masses. If we don't get any lucky breaks from from PR or whatnot, how can we make that happen? Um, and, you know, it's a challenging question and it's a weird question because basically we're asking, we're, we're using the word competition. So my record is competing against your record. My record that came out on Friday or or my artist's record that came out on Friday is, is competing against your artist that, that came out on Friday. There's got to be a way for everyone to hear something. Maybe it's a platform. Maybe it's a new strategy. But uh, I can definitely relate to that issue. Number three, again, these are all marketing things, which I found really interesting. But number three is marketing besides social pages and e-blasts. Again, these aren't tips. These are just problems. And and I apologize if you're depressed at the end of this episode. But um, the 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 third thing that I heard from labels was when I asked them some of their Greatest challenges facing them right now is marketing outside of just posting on social media pages uh, or an e-blast. So email is really important, and I'm going to talk about that um, somewhere down the road. Um, and I've been working on building my email list. Social media is something I've been working on. We all work on forever. Twitter is something that's it's easy to engage in once you're there. Uh, Instagram, it feels like there's enough content in a, in a record label to be posting about stuff. But outside of that, what do you do? How do you reach the playlist cura- curators? What do you do when it comes to college radio? Is that something you do? Is there a grassroots local thing you can do? Is Do people still put up posters or, or billboards or flyers for a record in your local town? Um, these are some of the things that are, are really interesting. I can't say that this is a a huge thing for me. I do have a, I'll show it to you one day, but I have a checklist of things that I want to do for every release. And they include more than just social media. I'm not saying I have this solution to this or I have it figured out. Um, but this is something I have thought about a long time ago. And I try to really think about when I am releasing a record because um, it's it's a big deal. And I feel like when you post an Instagram story on the label account, your personal account, and the band's account, and an Instagram post, then you hop over to Twitter, do a couple tweets, schedule tweets into the future using TweetDeck. I should talk about that at some point, too. That's a really cool thing. Uh, scheduling tweets, doing it on the band's account, doing it on the label account, doing it on your personal account, doing all of that on your Facebook, sharing it on your own page to your friends and family, then sharing it on the label page, et cetera. It's now like three hours has gone, have gone by. You've shared everything on all your social platforms and uh, you're exhausted, uh, but really you could be kind of hitting just the same audience with those posts. Um, and so that's an interesting problem. And I'm glad that somebody brought that up. The fourth thing is finding talent. Um, it takes a keen a approach to find diamonds in the rough. That is a really interesting thing. Um, I don't know where I'm at personally with with finding talent. I've kind of gone through the process of using friends um, and and different ways like that. I am getting demos a lot more recently, um, but it's hard because there's a really specific thing that I'm looking for, and I feel like I don't have it figured out. The good news is, is that in an upcoming episode, we talk are going to talk with an A&R rep and get some advice in that. So uh, I'm excited for that, and I'll hopefully ask some questions that you guys will find helpful. But I was thinking back to uh, a story when we talked with 6131 Records and they were talking about discovering Julian Baker on Bandcamp, finding that sprained ankle EP, a rough version of it, uh, that was released in December uh, and was totally overlooked by most people. Finding that, Diamond in the Rough, repackaging it, re-releasing it, and turning it into, um, of course it was a great record, but turning it into what it became uh, and what it is today. Um, So that's something I definitely commiserate with is finding talent and uh, doing a better job at A&R. And the last and final thing, and and this is something that everybody in every sector and every um, place in the world struggles with, and that's time. And there's only a finite open hours for the label in a week. I know for me and for the majority of people who are listening and watching this, um, I know that this isn't our full-time thing. We have other responsibilities. I know I'm surprised to find out how many parents of children um, run indie record labels uh, and they take up a little bit of time, holy crap. And then there's uh, full-time jobs or part-time jobs that that you have. A lot of uh, label owners are also musicians and are concentrating on their own career, uh, on their own music. And so it's such a juggling act between a full-time job or a part-time job and kids and music and the label, uh, and then you know health and fitness and et cetera. Um, that's something that's really challenging. And so I wanna take a couple of uh, minutes when I talk with other record labels, um, especially the non-full-time ones and ask them, what do they do to, um, to make it work and to schedule time? By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this I did, I was, I bragged about this in a couple episodes ago. Over the summer I was waking up at five in the morning to use this, cause I have two kids, to use this window between five and seven when they wake up to get work done. And it was great. Um, I can't say I'm keeping up with it as well as the winter months come because it gets so dark and it stays dark until seven or eight in the morning and it's freezing cold. So, but I am waking up earlier than I used to. So anyway, that's one tip. Um, I, I I reached out to a bunch of people on 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 Instagram and they all and they emailed me and they got back to me with their challenges and and what some of their wins were, um or what they consider to be a win, which I'll share on the next episode. And uh, it was really exciting to hear back from so many people. Thank you if if you're out there. I should get a, sh- a shout out to all the people that responded, I don't know if I have them all listed here, so forgive me, but Warhen Records, No Hope Records, Sheer Luck Records, Writing Records, Bar None Records, Egg Hunt, Deer Life, Windspear, and Court Organ. Um, if I miss somebody, I'm sorry, but those were some of the people that responded, and I kept them anonymous through this, hopefully. Um, but uh, those were some of the things that they shared. Let me go back over them real quick. Uh, five things. Um, number one, again, in no particular order. Um, these are the challenges that indie record labels face. Keeping a release in the public for a prolonged period of time. Number two, getting bands heard through competitions, uh, sorry, through the competition and through the algorithms that uh, don't always favor us. Um, Number three, marketing besides just social media and email. Uh, And uh, number four, finding talent and getting better at doing A&R. And number five, um, time, time management uh balancing life and work and, and your record label. Thanks for listening. And uh, um I hope that this type of thing encouraged you. Um, I hope it helped you. Um there's a lot of advice that I've condensed uh and and tips and and that I've pulled from the interviews that we've done over the past two years and I've put it into a free guide and go to otherrecordlabels.com to download that. Um and we have a new episode next week. Thanks for listening.